You're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday afternoon. Let's turn to our next guest of today. In the next fifteen minutes or so, we're chatting with Chan Lok Ming, who's Hong Kong's poker prodigy, and we'll be talking a little bit more about his poker journey and also his latest win at his first World Series of Poker tournament. Welcome on the program, Lok. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, nice, nice to meet you. We are live um, on Facebook as well.、Um, Noreen Mayer、okay. on RTHK Radio Three. You'll be able to see、uh, Locke there as well. So, how did you first become a poker player? How, when did you start playing poker? Um, I think I played poker for like a、uh, seven years, but uh, for at the beginning, I was just playing for entertaining online on the with free some free money, and then just playing with my friends something like that. And then I first know poker is because of my brother, cause uh he was a, a poker player too, but he was playing mostly cash game in Macau or somewhere else over the road. And then um after I was eighteen, I I've been to Taiwan. Uh, at the beginning, I'm going to Taiwan for studying and then studying the university in Taiwan. But uh afterwards, uh my friends find me to play poker in some poker tournament in the association or some club in Taiwan. So that's the reason I was keep playing, and、uh, what, what was the start of、uh, my poker life? Wow! So in Hong Kong, you you, you mentioned just now that、uh, before the program started, is it legal to play poker in Hong Kong, or is it not legal? Uh, it's only legal to play poker with entertaining, but if with money inside, it was illegal. Um, I think for cash game, uh, mostly in most of the country, it it was illegal, but I hope. The Hong Kong government maybe they can just make the tournament become legal,、uh, so that more player can know the fun of poker. Because I think, uh, is poker wasn't gambling because, uh, you have to have good calculation and it's just not some logical you have to know and then, uh, you have to design or think of a lot of calculation when you are playing poker. Yeah. Um. What about in Taiwan then? Is is poker legal? Can can you gamble in in Taiwan then? Uh, only tournament, but not cash game. Oh, okay,、yeah. okay, I see. Okay, so you mentioned just now there are some tricks and strategies、uh, involved in poker. What are they? What do you mean by sort of、um, the strategies? Do you mean? Uh, I think uh most of the poker players they are starting uh they will learn from some poker coach or some website or some YouTube video. Uh, but for me, I didn't find a. Poker coach, because I think, uh, for what the skills I can learn from online on or I can learn when I was playing the game. Um, I think for the players who start poker, they have to control their bankroll. Cause uh, I saw like in these three to four years, I saw a lot of players they play poker well, but when they was playing poker, they didn't control their bankroll well. The their bankroll management wasn't that good. Uh, that's why. They will. They are keep losing quite a lot of money. Uh, even they、uh, even affect their life. So I think it's not、uh, acceptable to do that.、Yeah. That's why I think ban bankroll management is the most important. You're so sensible. Are, are there lots of coaches around in Hong Kong or around Asia that can coach people? Then, uh, from what I know, only maybe two or three Hong Kong coach I know, and. In Taiwan, also only a few coaches. Uh, because most of them, they said they are coach, but on me, I think they are just want to earn people's money. But 
they are not really coaching people or they really can't tell others something good skills. Or mostly, I know most of the famous coach are from Europe. Yeah. Okay. And then they would have some course online and then you can just buy the course online and to, they would provide some video, uh, some source or some data. Cause, uh, in now, maybe I think the past five years, most of the people in poker, they will learn something a link as GTO and then which was using some software and AI that can beat all the people. They think that AI can beat, but uh, for me, I think that AI have their advantage, but uh, what they are good is because they won't have some emotion. They won't have some emotional action. If they was losing some hands, they will not be too or something like that. Uh, but now I think in the past, uh, in the following 10 years, uh, poker uh, is still a good game for people to play because AI cannot replace it Yeah. at the moment. Look, we often hear people talk about the poker face. I mean, how important is facial expression or, or maybe no facial expression when you play? Is it true that you have to just sit there and, you know, not have any emotions? Uh, I play online and live. For online, you can have emotion because no one will see your face. But uh, when you play live, uh, maybe because of COVID in these few years, most of the, most of the people they wear the mask. So, oh, yeah. um, I think I think you can't you can't really look at others' ex- facial expression, expression. But when I go to Vegas this time, or uh, nearly hundred percent of people they are not wearing their mask. That's why I think it's it's cool and it's good. Um, facial expression is very important. But uh, when you're playing tournaments, sometimes when you have a good hand, if you pretend you you didn't have a good hand, they will think that maybe you are pretending. Or maybe you didn't pretend, but you just show your facial expression. So I think sometimes it's just facial expression is something that you can go to use it, or sometimes it, it may help you, or sometimes it may let you lose. It just it depends what what your opponents think. Yeah. yeah. So I don't so think you might have a good hand, uh, yeah, and then you're pretending expression. not to have a good hand, and then somebody will think you're pretending. You're pretending not to. So it's always like guessing each other's facial yeah, expressions. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's what I. That's what I think. <laughs> um, Locke, what versions of poker do you play? Because there's so many different types of pokers a- around. Which versions do you play then? Uh, what you mean? You mean cash game tournaments? Yeah, or you cash mean what game. game? Yeah. Uh, I nearly play all of them because uh, for the tournament that I win is like a mixed game, and then uh, I I think I really know all the poker game like more than ten, I think. Wow. This, uh, mostly people playing in Hong Kong, they are playing Hold'em, and then it, which is in a two card, two card, and then they will have a board of five card. But for me, I know most of the uh, poker games. Something like Hold'em, Omaha, Sword Dart, uh, Star, uh, Deuce to Seven. Quite a lot of game I know because uh, most How of the did people you learn in Hong Kong, them they all? would just learn from. Uh, because for the online online tournament. Uh, this is a website called Pokestar, but I, it's not allowed to play in Hong Kong at the moment. Uh, at Pokestar, you have most of the game. Yeah, that's the reason why I know, I know that I played like, uh, maybe three years ago, I think two to three years ago, starting, yeah. And then, but for players now, I just suggest them to play Hold'em at the moment, cause, uh, it's not easy to learn a game, uh, to be expert. Uh, but if you start from Hold'em, most of the people playing Hold'em, because uh, the hand that you got, 
was not that gambling. But maybe something like you play Omaha, you play Sword Dead, uh, the advantage with four card of, or Sword Dead, they will be easily, people will think that it's gambling rather than you are playing some, uh, skills event. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the the only one I know how to play is Hold Them. Texas Hold Them. I play on my Nintendo yeah, DS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is it gambling to you then? Is, is poker gambling to you, or is it sort of more of a uh, a, um, a a game, a sort of strategy game? What what, what do you make of it? Uh, I think uh, if you say it's only strategy or only skills, uh, I don't accept it. But if you said no skills or only luck or something like that. I also don't accept it. I think, uh, there's both luck and strategy inside. Cause, uh, if you play cash game for long term, uh, for sure skills is the most important. Uh, luck is only a little bit, something like 20% luck and 80% of strategy. But when you play one tournament, if your, your sample wasn't that enough, I think luck and strategy is only like 50 50. Uh, for strategy, if you are good in playing poker, Maybe you have advantage when you are in the uh, mid- uh in the middle of the tournament or in the after session, is you have a little bit advantage. But uh, for luck or if only like maybe like forty percent at least forty to fifty percent because one one hand for example if for people who know hold them something like if you got ace king and then people got queens it's it's only a fifty fifty flip so you have to win some flip and you need some luck to win the tournament yeah. Can you share any stories with us of any memorable moments you've had at the tables? Um, for the tournament, uh, for the tournament I win, uh, in Vegas, uh, that tournament when only like, uh, 12 people left, only two tables left. And then I was a big advantage with a big chip lead, massive chip lead, because I have like, uh, the FH test was like only 1 million and I got like 3 million and stacks. And what I do, wasn't playing good hand because people playing hold them, they were probably playing their hand. Uh, but for me, if I have a message triply, I would just play opponent's hands because I just pretend I have a good hand and then because I have chips and I don't afraid I lose the chips. But for the opponent, if they lose their chips, the tournament life will be end. So that's why I have a lot of things can do in table and I was just keep bullying them and crap their steps stacks and then just yeah to win the tournament um for the tournament i think it's a good start it's also a gym because uh maybe like 20 years ago one people in us called money maker he just used maybe like a 10 dollar us dollar and to win like 2.5 million us dollar it's something that you can't do in cash game but you can do it in a poker tournament because Maybe only like more than ten thousand people participate in the tournament, and one people will only will get like uh something like uh eight hundred eight hundred times eight thousand times the the uh the participation fee, and then for the for the tournament fee, it was only like maybe four hundred US dollar. But if you win the tournament, you could got like four hundred thousand. So it's too it's many it's so much for them, I think. Yeah. So, what are the rules? So, so the one that you played, that the version that you won, is in the mix uh, big bet event. So, what are the rules for yeah. that? Uh, there is uh most of the time we raise six people in a table, and then every six every six hand it will change a game. It will have a total of seven games, as I remember. 
And then, uh, for me, I was just like choosing the game that I think I have most advantage. And then just depends on of my opponent, uh, opponents because some of them are good in that game, and I would try to not playing with them on the games. But yeah, just depends. And then I think uh for for me for the skills is that uh I have to choose the game that was suitable for me, and then just do some bullying and get the stacks and then just win the tournament. But for the most memorable hand is that uh the last hand of the tournament because I was uh quite farly behind before before the board opening, but because I have a massive trip lead, I have just like three to one to a three three to one his stacks. That's why I can do some gambling with him. And after that, if I, I have think before that, if I lose the hand, I'm going to play tight and then to get back my stacks. But luckily, I'm, I, I just win it. Yeah. Wow. Um, do you talk to the other players when you're playing or is everybody very quiet, keep their cards to themselves, of course? Um, and, or, or like what sorts of interactions do you have with other players? Uh, I would depend if some, uh, professional player, I'm, I love to chat with them, uh, but I won't do too, too much chat with them because, uh, when I was chatting with them, they won't tell me some of the things. And then maybe sometimes for the players, they are not playing very well. When you talk to them, they will tell you something that, uh, maybe what hand they are playing, what they was afraid, and then something like that. So I can get some information from him in order to do better in the tournament. Or maybe if I know one guy, if I know him, uh, and he said that he needs he needs money and he care about the money, Patreon or something like that. I will just do more action to him. So because I know he'll care and he'll afraid of busting. So that's why I'm I will do some more action to him. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So there's another one. Uh, there's um a two hundred fifty thousand no limit Holden, uh super high roller, which was the biggest event. Um, did you play in that? event uh no no. Uh, no because i was playing another uh day two event so i can't i can't play that, that event i was playing uh maybe i think i was playing another mix event day two so oh. that's why i didn't play and then also for that one i don't think that uh i have big advantage there because uh for that tournament it's like most of them uh really 80 percent of them are professional a uh, professional and playing all over the world and then uh only 20 percent uh, for them, they are just maybe we are just calling them fish or some something like that. But uh, they are just rich and they don't care about money, so that's why they was playing. Of uh, yeah, that's the truth of the program. Um, good good uh, position to be in to not care about yeah, the money. Yeah, because because when we are playing poker tournament for the professional player for the skills, I think they don't have much different in their skills. But if you want to become a, a winning player. You have to find a table to see who was not playing well and you was just focus on him and then get chips from him. And that's the most important thing in the poker event. Cause when you play in cash game, uh, if you lose some money, you can just, uh, call the banker or something like that. You can just refill your chips. But when was you was playing tournament, you can't do that. And you, if you lose all your chips, your tournament life will be at the end. So that's why you have to do less gamble, but, uh, to gain more stacks. By using your skills. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned a very good point just now, Locke. And, you know, sometimes it's skills, sometimes it's luck. What if that day, from from your experience, yourself or other players, if their luck isn't so good, is it 
you know, is it sensible to just call it a day and not play that day or keep pushing and hoping the luck will turn and hoping the uh, skills will, will help? Uh, for, for most of the players, I think that uh, they will think that if they are not lucky enough or they, are, they don't have luck that day, they will stop playing. But for me, it's different because I think uh, for most of the pocket players, they do the same thing is that if they didn't play a hand wrong, they are just unlucky. They will just keep rebuy or they will just keep praying on that day. But if they make some wrong decision or some big decision, they didn't do a correct decision at last, they will just stop praying and to, uh, to refill and then to see what they are wrong and what, how can they improve. Yeah. For most, uh, professional prayer, they will just think that if I didn't pray and hand wrong and if I was just another key, I will just keep praying because you need a lot of sample, uh, in order to, uh, profit for the poker tournament player. Um, as I know for the live tournament, uh, most of the people think that they will have like at least a thousand tournament in order to have enough sample to collect to in order to see if they are a real a good player or if they play well. But for cash game, uh, if you are luck, just unlucky, you can just stand out or, or just do whatever and then just play like say because, uh, Cash game is like you can play anytime you want, and then if if there is just no matter when there's a game, you can just play it. But for tournaments, just like the tournament I was playing in Vegas, it was just a yearly event. If I didn't play it on that day, and then this event just gone, and then all the event gone, and it's the end. So that's why uh, I think um, lucky was wasn't the reason that you don't play a tournament on that day, yeah. Yeah, when you were playing in Vegas, I mean, um, what did you learn the most? What, what was different about playing there versus playing in Hong Kong or in Taiwan? Uh, I think because maybe uh, the band role of the players playing in Vegas or they are playing very aggressive. So compared to Hong Kong and Taiwan, they are in Hong Kong and Taiwan, players are a little bit more tighter than in Vegas. But in Vegas, a lot of people with some hands, they are going to gamble with you. And uh, for this series, the uh, World Series of Broker, uh, I know like maybe 20 to 30% of players, they are just coming for anything and just joining that this event. Because this event is like a gym for poker player or something like players, just tourists, they are just going to Vegas to play and then just for travel or entertaining. So it's the different. But in Taiwan or Hong Kong, uh, for people playing higher buy-in, most of them are just professional or just uh, with a better skills. That's why they are sitting on the table. But in Vegas, it's totally different. Wow, I learned yeah. so much from you this afternoon, Locke. Thank you so much for your sharing and best of luck. And we hope to have you in our studios in, in RTHK uh, when you visit Hong Kong again. Uh, w what's the next game then? W um, w w where are you next going to, to play poker? Uh, I was still considering maybe Cambodia or Spring because uh, se from 7th of August, uh, there will be a EPT in uh, Spring and then uh, and from 11th of August to 22nd, uh, 22nd, I think it's like the WPT in Cambodia. And after that, maybe I'm just going to, uh, go back to Taiwan for a while for having a month's holiday. And then I will start again on night September in a Taiwan tournament. And after that, we'll be going to Korea, I think. Yeah, wow. probably now. That's so cool. So are you a full-time poker player then? Um, uh, 
if full time, um, probably yes. But uh, I was just still studying, and it's my last year of study yet now. But uh, cause most of the, my credit was just finished, so I think I have many time uh, to spare to spare in poker, and then cause I love traveling, so that's the reason I love to going to all over the world, uh, to play poker. Just play poker and then just spare some times to travel. Yeah, because so if cool. you if you can profit in poker, uh, you can use the uh money to pro- uh, buy air from profit and to travel and play. That means you can just free roll for all your chip and then yeah, what just something you, like that. Yeah. What do your parents think? What What do your parents think of you playing poker? Um, they think they uh they think it's gambling and they don't really support me, but they just uh think that okay, just do what whatever you want to do and don't let yourself regret and then yeah. I think it's cool. It's, it's good enough for me to co- continue in this world. Yeah, and yeah, like because, you said, it can uh, bring you to different places to travel as well. Yeah, yeah, because uh, most of the prayer uh, in poker tournament, cash game will be a little bit more, but in poker tournament, only like uh, less than ten percent people was profiting, and most of the most of the people was losing because the prize pool was just like to the final people, final 10 people, the order price would be going there. So that's the reason I think uh, it's a tough road to go if you was playing for professional, but uh, if you was just for fun or for uh, entertaining, it's good. It's a good game for them to play, yeah. Excellent. Well, Locke, thank you so much for your time this afternoon, and I look forward to talking to you again next time. Best of luck for all your upcoming games. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And that's okay, uh, Chan Lok Ming, who's a Hong Kong's poker prodigy, joining us talking about his poker experiences. And a quick look at the weather forecast.